What is this? The St. Canard Files. Ooh, a podcast about that do-gooder Darkwing Duck. Blech. Talk about a waste of airspace. <laughs> if I had my way, this podcast would be about me, Nega Duck. So take that, and everyone would have to pay to listen to it. Yeah, or face the consequences. <laughs> a guy got to do to get some pistachio nut ice cream around here. Welcome to St. Canard Files. I'm your host, Stan Lund, and obviously it's a little different since I'm the host. I'm actually here with a guest, though, someone we've not had on the show before. Who do I have with me? You have Michelle Pfaff. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, we've been uh, trying to get you on the show for a long time. You've actually been part of our zoom chats for years now yep so how did you get into darkwing duck oh man long story um i got into it because of ducktales believe it or not i think ducktales had just finished um i was kind of like lamenting over not having a show to watch and then i see the promos that have launchpad in it i'm like oh my gosh launchpad's coming back in another show who is this mystery masked mallard? So that that grabbed me right away. Nice. Uh, do you have a uh, favorite episode? No, not one particular favorite episode. I just really love uh, the villains. Well, I'm pretty sure that you do have a favorite villain. I think I know who it is. I think everyone knows who it is. Well, not everyone, since a lot of our listeners haven't ever heard you before. So, who is your favorite villain? Negaduck. Yes, another one in Lord Negaduck's fan club. You know, he can never get too many fans, can he? Nope, absolutely not. He wants all the fans. <laughs> what is it about Negaduck specifically that, that grabbed your attention? He's just so over the top. <laughs> you know, if if there's a level, he wants to go above the level. Yeah. It's like his competition with Darkwing. Um, when Darkwing was changing into Negaduck and they had that battle over who's got the biggest gun. Oh, that's yeah. Negaduck in a shell. Yeah. <laughs> that it is. Now, you have a pretty impressive Darkwing collection, do you not? I do, and I got a new one today. Oh, what did you get today? Today, I had gotten a vintage uh, puzzle. It's it's still sealed in the box. Cool. What's the image on it? The image is like a aqua and purple with eow written all over the background and Darkwing's on the rat catcher and Launchpad is hanging on for dear life 
as the sidecar is having a mishap. Ah, I know the image. That's a cool find. Oh, yeah. Well, in the vein of Negaduck, we are actually here today to review three Darkwing Duck comics from Disney Afternoon, each starring our favorite feathered villain. So our first one up is Double Scoop, Double Take. Oh, I loved this one as a child. Now, what issue of Disney Adventures did this one take place in? Well, I don't have the issue number specifically. How I organize them is by year, month, and sometimes day, if given. Well, so specifically July 30th, 1994. Yep, absolutely. And what's on the cover of that issue? Uh, on the cover of this issue is Mufasa and Simba, the iconic scene of them rolling around in the grass. Uh, that was the Lion King issue. Yep. Yeah, kind of explains why it was such a short Darkwing comic. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that issue had the first half of their Lion King adaptation. I do believe it did. So our uh, writer for this one is Scott Saavedra. Now, he has only done these three comics for Darkwing Duck. He did a lot of Chippendale Rescue Ranger comics and a fair number of bonkers and, or not bonkers, uh, uh, Roger Rabbit. Sorry, misspoke there. <laughs> a lot of Chippendale stories, though, but funny thing about the artist is he, or the writer is he and the artist that we'll mention in a moment, worked on all three of the Darkwing comics we're going to talk about. Now, the artist, uh, do you want to tell us who the artist was? Uh, the artist was John Costanza. And I'm really impressed that he stayed pretty on model with all the characters. Yeah, all, all three comics are pretty good, you know. In terms of his work, he did, obviously, the three Darkwing comics we're about to talk about. He also worked on the Darkwing comic Put-Up Job and the Darkwing comic High-Speed Hijinks. He also did a lot of Roger Rabbit stories and some Goof Troop stories as well. So, double scoop, double take. How do we start this comic, Michelle? We start this comic on page 78. <laughs> yeah. So what starts the comic off? Negadek is having some ice cream, and he says it's his favorite. Yep, pistachio nut ice cream. I'm surprised it's not skull ice cream. <laughs> what would that even taste like? Gross. I'm not sure, but... I imagine Negaduck's perfect thing would be skulls oozing pistachio nut ice cream out of the uh, orifices. Oh, dear. <laughs> but unfortunately, he is interrupted from enjoying his frosty snack by the appearance of Darkwing Duck 
and Darkwing has a pseudo entrance in this. What is it? it says, freeze, fiend. I am the double scoop that will not melt. And of course, classic Negadex, he's like, grand entrance, Darkwing. <laughs> but Darkwing says they witnessed his foul deed, and I love Negadex. Like, me? Foul? Using the opposite spelling of the word, like the, the version that you'd see for English World, you know, organization for World Larceny, but without the little dot. But yeah, Darkwing apparently has caught Negadop stealing ice cream from a kid. So what Neg happens next? Darkwing nabs the ice cream from Negaduck. And Negaduck nabs it right back. Yep. Darkwing's asking how he can steal from someone so young and untouched. And if his heart is so dark, the black hole's a 100-watt bulb in comparison. And, of course, now that's like, why don't you make, like, a banana and split? What? Uh, and let you continue down your rocky road of crime? Lots of ice cream puns in this one. Oh, yeah. My Darkwing would have to be a chunky monkey to let that happen. Yeah, even Negaduck saw that one coming. <laughs> But the uh, the kid has his own thing to say about this. He tells Darkwing that if he wants an ice cream so badly, why doesn't he buy his own cone? So, Darkwing's confused, because why was the kid crying if Negaduck didn't take the ice cream cone? Well, apparently Darkwing smoked for his entrance got in the kid's eyes. Even more surprising is the fact that Negaduck paid for the ice cream cone. Probably with our money, but that's beside the point. Yeah, and oddly enough, it was to a good cause. <laughs> yep. The good cause being, of course, to contribute to the Young Hoodlum Association. <laughs> so, Neg so Darkwing Duck is looking befuddled. Well, Negaduck walks off slurping his ill-gotten, well, not ill-gotten, but his ice cream cone, presumably spent, paid for with ill-gotten money to support ill-getters. <laughs> yeah, what, I think is, what I think is interesting about this is in one of the panels in the background, you see a vehicle, and in the vehicle is a human. Ah, uh, yes, I see that. Very odd. But, yeah, that's the end of this comic. It was a short one, two pages. But, what's your uh, rating on this one, Michelle, from one to five gas can canisters? Oh, man, I'd have to give this five gas can canisters. Really? I've always loved this one. I mean, you learn Negative's favorite ice cream flavor. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And as you alluded to, Darkwing and Negaduck are very on model. And they're written 
fairly decently. I I can uh, I can definitely hear the character voices. I'd say so. Now I will say I'm not going to give it quite as gracious a score as you did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Negaduck, and I would love nothing more than the just hand them out a five. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to go more of a three and a half on it. Really? More because well, a lot of it's because it's way too short. Like I think they actually could have done a little more with the story. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like you just start getting into it and it's already done. That being said, the characters are all on model. You know, they're written, you know, like they would be, I think, in the show. So it is a good comic. You know, better fare than some of the Darkwing comics that have been reviewed on here recently. But yeah, I'd I'd do a three and a half myself. But like I said before, that's one out of three comics. We still have two more to go. Yeah, and that's what goes uh, around. (laughs) Ah. Yep, what goes around is the second of the comics we're reviewing. This was in the August 1994 issue of Disney Adventures. And I feel like I actually should know what the cover of this one is. You want to take a stab at it? Is it the cover with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? It is not. This Ah. is the one with the mask and Darkwing Duck on the cover. Oh, so look at that, folks. This one, you actually got Darkwing on the cover of the magazine itself. Very nice. Uh, as uh, mentioned before, the writer and the artist are still the same. This one's a very short comic. This is only a single page. So... I'll start on this one. So the scene is Negaduck and Tuscanini sitting in a pretty rundown apartment playing cards. You know, and they're they're playing goldfish. So Negaduck asks Tuscanini if he's got any threes. Go fish. <laughs> yep. So what's Tuscanini do then? Yes, Negaduck got any threes. To which Negaduck's response is, go fish. And then Negaduck responds with, got any kings? Go fish. Got any kings? Me. Yep. So you see where this is going, folks, don't you? Every <laughs> single card one asks for, they tell them to go fish, and then ask them for the same card, which they say to go fish. And after a bit of a back and forth, Negaduck finally has had enough and responds with, if we're ever going to finish this stupid game, at least one of us has got to stop cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect, Negaduck. But that's the end of that one. As I said, very short comic. So, uh, in terms of a rating for this one, I think I'm going to go with the three. 
same. Yeah. Again, great premise. You know, I think Tuscanini and Megaduck are written in character. Again, you know, they're they're both on model once again. You know, but again, with such with the shortness of it, like this would work as a gag in an episode, but as its own story, I don't think it quite has enough meat to it. Well, that and I noticed a small detail of miscoloring in the first oh. panel. Yeah, What's they that? they accidentally colored Negaduck's cheek, what you can see of it, yellow. You're right. I didn't even pick up on that. So you're going with a three as well? That I am. All right. Well, that brings us into our third and final comic. Another one-pager, but this one has a distinction of something that I don't believe any other of the Disney Adventures comics ever had. And what's that? that this comic has Morgana Macabre in it. I do believe this is her first and only appearance in Disney Adventures magazine for Darkwing Comics. That's interesting. So this one is called Evil I I I. It was it was put out in the March '95 issue of Disney Adventures. Uh, what do we got on the cover of that one? On the cover of this one is Shaquille O'Neal and Goofy. Yeah. Now, 95 would have been too early for the extremely goofy movie, right? I am not sure when that came out officially. Or or was it just the goofy movie? Whichever one was the first one in that series, I feel like that came out later than 95. Well, the goofy Honest. movie came out first. Yeah, but that still, I think, was earlier than 95, wasn't it? I am not sure. We could look it up. Yeah, I'm just trying to think why Goofy would have been on the cover, considering that Goof Troop, I think, had wrapped up its run in uh, 92 or 93. So I don't think Goof Troop itself would have been quite prevalent anymore. Actually, I just looked it up. A Goofy movie aired in the USA April 7th, 1995. Oh. Okay, so that explains why Goofy's on the cover. They were alluding to the movie. Yeah, and as for Shaquille O'Neal, he was popular at any point, so it yeah. doesn't, doesn't take you know much to figure why he'd be on there. So, how does this comic start? Well, this comic starts off on page 82 with... They seem to be in some sort of dungeon. I'm going to guess it's at Morgana's. And for whatever reason, Negaduck is there threatening her with boiling her rodents over a boiling cauldron. Now, I remember Morgana having, you know, a familiar uh, spider and a couple bats. I don't remember her having mice or rats. 
Nor do I, but it could be just for this one scene. I think it probably is something for just this one comic. But yeah, Morgana's, you know, telling Negaduck that not to hurt her babies, that she'll do whatever he wants. I thought you'd see things my way. So what does Negaduck want Morgana to do for him? What he wants is the power to scare anyone mad with just a look. Clearly, he's never been a female teenager. <laughs> uh, he also wants her to put him in a place where there's a lot of happy people as well. And meanwhile, she's uh, plotting. Oh, yes. You can tell her her face. She's scheming on this one. Even though Negadot clearly says no trick. You know, Morgana gives her word for whatever it's apparently worth in this story. All Negaduck has to do is wear a blindfold and count to ten before taking it off. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think Negaduck would agree to be blindfolded. I think he's a little too smart for that. I think so. He might have had an oversight in this comic. Yeah, he also does his best Ashley J. Williams impression. <laughs> Groovy. Yeah. <laughs> but Morgana does send him to a place, and when he gets to the count of ten, what happens? He takes off the blindfold, he gazes in, in anger at whomever is right in front of him, and he's scared witless. Yep, for Morgana has placed him in the House of Mirrors. So Negaduck has scared himself. With the power Morgana has given him. And that is where we end with Negaduck screaming his head off in the House of Mirrors. <laughs> yep. So I'll let you go first on rating this one. Oh. I think it's somewhere between a three and a half and a four. I, I'm oscillating between them. Yeah. What's uh, your reasonings behind that? I mean, it's a little longer than the last comic. It's also still a one pager. But yeah, it's still pretty there's cool. There's a little more substance to it. And I will say it is nice to see Morgana appear at least once. That's true. You know, honestly, I think I'd give this one a three as well. You know, I there are inconsistencies with the show on this one between Morgana having mice as familiars and, you know, whatnot. But it is nice to see Morgana, you know, and it's been a treat to see Negaduck, you know, get his time to shine in a lot of these. He's he didn't appear in many Disney Adventures comics. Like, aside from these three, the only other one that pops into my head was Vogue's Gallery, and it wasn't even really him so much as his costume in that one. So, yeah, three sounds about right for this. I do believe so. But... Yeah, that uh, that wraps up all three issues, you know, all three of those comic stories, you know, short and to the point on some of them, but there's not much meat on those. That's why 
we'll probably I'll probably do more episodes in the future where they're like three or maybe even four or five short comics like I think in the future I'm going to bundle more of them and I I didn't realize the three were going to be this quick to go through. Uh, uh, one bit of news, by the way, and I know we normally do news beforehand, but the week we're recording this, issue number one of the new Gargoyles comic comes out. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know it's not exactly Darkwing news, but you know, I definitely will be getting my issue of that probably the day after this recording has happened. So I can't wait for that. Uh, and I, and any I've already pre-ordered holi- mine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Any big holiday plans? Surviving this holiday season. That's all any of us can do sometimes. Oh, yes. Uh, anything else you want to talk, talk about about Darkwing? I mean, you got time to kill. Uh, I did find some more vintage puzzles on eBay. Um, yeah, they're they're being shipped over from the UK. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if they were even uh, sold in the US. So possibly not. Like, you know. There's a treasure trove of foreign Darkwing merch out there if you can find it. And it's usually the luck uh, of the draw if you can find it. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, thoughts you wanted to give on Negaduck or any of any fond Darkwing memories? Hmm. I remember when My Valentine Ghoul had aired and my brother and I, we were young and watching the show and my mom had just come home from work. Now, Negaduck was not acting like himself. He was being all icky and lovey-dovey to Morgana. My brother and I were freaking out. We're like, who is this duck and what have you done with him? (laughs) And my mom, she heard us making a commotion and threw us outside in the rain. We couldn't even finish the episode. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, but we were all wound up because of that. Well, I can expect when when one's favorite character ends up not being like what you're used to, you know, it, it's cause for shock. Oh, yes. Uh... Well, I guess uh, that about wraps things up. Uh, We are the uh, St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. If you have a favorite podcast app, we are on it, as well as YouTube. Uh, Michelle, you have any shout-outs for tonight? Hmm. I think I'd like to give a shout-out to my friend Amanda Logston. She's also an avid Darkwing Duck lover. Oh, Amanda, if you're listening, thanks for being the Darkwing Duck fan. Uh, you guys can probably look forward to me and Mike being on the week after this airs. I'm not sure exactly when this episode is going to air yet, but just know that it'll be bracketed by two episodes with me and Mike. 
you know, probably reviewing DuckTales content. But until uh, next time, stay dangerous. I gotta go find me some of that pistachio nut ice cream. Mmm, yum yum. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>